This is the Talent, Sales, and Scale Show. So as we're doing this, as we're putting these different um, platforms in, in practice and our people are using them, what are maybe some key success metrics that you talked about earlier that we should be watching? So a couple of them on, on more of the, uh, the, the pre-lead side, um, it definitely, I would say probably the biggest no-brainer is like, what are the conversion rates to certain value actions on your website? And I think this is important because it's very easy and simplistic to say, what is my conversion rate? And a lot of people say, oh, we convert, you know, 10% of our ads traffic to what? Uh, to filling out a, a demo request form. Well, that's great. But when you're selling a product with a long consideration time and potentially multiple decision makers at your eventual account, there's going to be more than one action that needs to take place with that. So I think the real KPI on the digital side is a bit um, channel specific. As you said, one of the four big pillars of control is what, what channel or modality am I deploying this information through? If, if it's a, an awareness building display banner, I can't, I can't expect these awareness building impression-based efforts to uh, have a conversion rate to a demo form submission, the same as like paid search or some, I instead might want their KPI to be, do folks get to my site, my landing page, and then go to explore my product pricing tiers or a specific solution for a specific vertical on the site? If so, that's great. They're at least diving into the research mode some. Paid search KPI, especially remarketing, probably should be, did they fill out and submit a form with some usable, qualifiable material uh, in information about themselves, and then a lot of stuff in between. So, I encourage to to map out value actions on the site and figure out if someone comes in from this modality and messaging, do I intend for them to be at the point where they're just looking at my videos and trying to suss me out versus a competitor? If so, my KPI is: did they look at some product feature videos and and maybe reach out about a trial? If it's higher up the funnel, the KPI is different. But ultimately, if all that tracking is in place, our true KPI is, are we improving the lead to close rates or at least the, the lead to MQL to SQL rates all the way along? Are we incrementally improving those and improving that acquisition cost in so much as, sorry, again, in so much as we can attach investment to it. And as we talked about, there's always some gray area there, but even if we're just looking at purely as a metric of the ad spend that we put and taking all else out of it, our KPI should still be over time, we're getting a better close rate of the, the leads we're ultimately bringing in from all these touch points. And they're occurring for a total ad spend investment of less and less per. Yeah. Now, how about, um, with the success metrics, that's going to be tied to your lead scoring there. Um, any key milestones or key attributes that we should look at for best practices and lead scoring? Um, I would say um, if you can enrich or capture the data about who they are as a prospect, that's certainly great because that can play into your, your internal business data a little bit right there. Um, typically, you know, looking at, if you can look at, the, the life cycle of an account that eventually closed. Are there multiple folks who ended up tied to that account who were part of the decision-making process? And if so, was the first one 
typically a, a marketing coordinator. And if you bring them in first, chances are it's going to lead to a better chance to close later because they'll bring in the next folks. Whereas if CMOs are never the ones who make the immediate decisions or demo the product, but a CMO just downloaded my white paper, that's great to have a CMO download it. But if all my business data says that that is almost certainly not the first touch point to produce a customer, that's probably not great potential outcome for me there. I don't, I don't have the, the journey mapped out to work that one the same. So if you can get some of that information, you know, company size, vertical they're working in, is that a key solution you offer of a vertical that has less competition in it for your product? Those are things you can bake in. And then on the marketing side, that's where that roadmap that we look at all the touch points really starts to help because we'll start to develop this look at the average customer's um, tended of highest value tended to really engage with these two pieces of content first, or after they had been looking at our pricing, if they then explored this particular product video, they were this much more likely to close or this much higher valued. If we have some of those, when a lead will come in, we'll measure their previous analytics against that ideal roadmap and kind of give a weighted score as to how similar to our ideal customer journey have they been on. And that could tell us, you know, how much better of a chance of success just based on our law of averages there. It's an interesting comment because one thing that I wrote down here to ask you is how tightly aligned is that, that funnel all the way through from initial lead all the way through closed one versus the buyer's journey. So it seems like from a marketing perspective, we're really honed in on that buyer's journey. Very much so. Very much so. Um, and it, it's um, it's it's common, and I don't really agree with it, but I understand why it's said. You know, a lot of agencies or marketers will always say, like, "Well, we're here to get the horse to water." The sales and biz dev team and the product, you know, that's what gets them to drink. And and I just don't I don't find that true. Like, we need to be aligned through through all of it so that we can understand ultimately whoever became a buyer, even post-lead, did they need follow-up? You know, it, are they coming in for a demo because it's free, but they're doing that for your six other competitors as well. And so on average, our best buyer outcome is when we deploy post-lead nurturing with testimonials on LinkedIn and things like that. These are all things we need to be aligned on um, so that we can have that full buyer journey. And then when you come to us and say, well, here's how much I have to invest in marketing next quarter, we can say, well, great. These are the absolute touch points that are needed. And these are the ones we can test into, but our data in, in our buyer journey shows that they're probably a lot less impactful. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I always enjoy having marketing folks on here because we, you know, I grew up in sales. That's my, my, that's my background. That's the lens through which I look at it. And sales is finally looking at buyer's journey and align, aligning sales process with buyer's journey and harmonizing those two. But I, I like what you put here because I had this a couple of times as I've been talking to people in that sales process. You know, it would be really good, whether from marketing or sales, to be able to say something along the lines of, you know, most of the people, whenever they've gotten to this point in consideration, they often appreciate this asset or this video. And if you know that's the way that you found people win, drive them towards that. Say, hey, a lot of people at this point want to hit the pause button and check this out. Why don't we allow you to do that? And let's catch back up at this date. That way you're still driving it and ensuring that you're leading them down the path that you want them and then getting them back 
into the next action item. So I think it's a both and approach. Absolutely. It, it's, it creates an opportunity for such a personalized sales discussion and approach as well. You're, you're sort of aware and identifying and addressing needs or pain points before maybe even they fully realize they have it in a very organic, you know, non-creepy way. Cause people always talk about how much data can be captured and, and how, you know, creepy what we can see about consumers it is. But if it's, if it's used to better steer the conversation, it's a win-win of making efficient time from, from both parties. Like why, why beat around the bush and spin in circles, trying to figure out the pain point and the asset that might be needed and all when the information we're already capturing and the historic data we have is telling us what you want right now to help you make a better decision. It, it's just, it's an easier conversation for everyone involved. And, and probably we find uh, nice and disarming for the, um, the buyer who's coming in expecting like that hard sell, you know, in that old school sales mentality approach, right? They've gotten from the six other competitors. And instead, here I am ready, tailor-made with the information that I know you probably most desire based on what you've been doing already. Yeah, have you heard of a new platform uh, called Tolstoy? It's a, a competitor to uh, Vidyard. Tolstoy, I have not. Vidyard, I'm familiar with, but I have not encountered Tolstoy. Yeah, so what kind of what I have brewing in the back of my mind is Tolstoy is like Vidyard with a um, user identified or a user adapted story, right? If this, then, and you get to choose. So I'm thinking, hey, um, most people at this point would like to either find out more about this or schedule a meeting. So depending on how they buy, so if you're a fast buyer like me and you hate all the rigmarole, I just want to get on the telephone. Will this work? Why will it work? Let me know who it worked for. Give me the price. Let's go. That's how I tend to buy, whereas others are a lot more data needing and going through this path. So if you allow the person to buy the way they bought, they want, and you can have that user-defined um, path to it where they get to choose the speed and the, the steps, but you're guiding them like a, like, a, uh, like a Sherpa along the way. Hey, at this point, a lot of people want to see this, or would you just like to advance to the next step because you don't need that? And it's a if-then type of approach. So I'm just seeing that in, the, in my mind from top of the funnel all the way through. So that's kind of what I have going on in my mind. That's brilliant. That's a, I'm gonna, that's a wonderful tool and a great approach. It, it's sort of like a, we, we start by talking about future-proofing. What is the next thing up, right? It's sort of the next evolution of like the chatbot um, of people need instant answers and gratification. I don't want to get on the phone and go through the rigmarole of talking through all these questions and stuff. Can't you just deploy something that lets me choose my own adventure and gets me right where I need to be? Yes, I'm ready to buy now. Or, hey, give me some testimonials. What about a case study? Do you work with this integration? Same exact deal. From a marketing standpoint, you know, every platform is now deploying their own chatbots. LinkedIn, you can do a, a messenger ad that lets you write your own, you know, different stuff to lead people through. It's what the data says folks want. Let them personalize their own journey. They don't even realize how they're being sort of nudged along if you, if you write it well. And that's where you know, good copywriting and all comes into play. But doing that from a, a, a video and a whole website experience perspective is like this next great frontier. It's brilliant. Yeah, I've been really pleased with it. So I'm just starting to mess around with it, but so far so good. Um, you know, it's been a, a whopping 
you know, three days, but you know, so the, the case is still out. Well, you my said gosh. you're a quick buyer. So you must be a, a customer by now then, right? Three there days. That's, that's product led growth is what that is. A hundred percent. So, uh, but, but that's the thing. It's inexpensive enough that it could be product led. However, it also would need to get to once they want to go enterprise, that's where you need the sales. And mm -hmm. I think there's some missing pieces to that product led growth about how to play better. I think there's some massive difference to get that upscale, but that's for a, a different story. So my